Would you like to 10X your productivity and stop feeling so overworked and overwhelmed? Welcome to the Extreme Productivity Podcast with New York Times bestselling author and Inc. 500 entrepreneur, Kevin Cruz. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Kevin Cruz, and I interviewed over 200 billionaires, self-made millionaires, successful entrepreneurs, and even Olympic athletes just to find out how they 10x their productivity. Now, in the previous episode, we discussed how the number 1440 can change your life, and I shared the advice of Shark Tank's Kevin Harrington. Today, I'm going to talk about why millionaires don't use to-do lists. But first, if you want to achieve your goals faster than ever before, grab your smartphone and text the word ACHIEVE to 44222, and I'll send you for immediate download the one-page planning tool that millionaires use to schedule their day. So again, just uh, grab your phone, send a text to 44222, and send the word ACHIEVE. And of course, you can always just visit the podcast website. It's productivity-podcast.com and you enter your email and instantly download that one-page planning tool. All right, so let's begin. You remember the movie City Slickers, that uh, hilarious comedy with Billy Crystal and Jack Palance? And if I got any uh, youngins who have no idea what the movie City Slickers is, I'm sure it is on Netflix. So just uh, (laughs) watch it tonight on Netflix. But there's a famous scene where they're talking about the meaning of life. The Billy Crystal character, Mitch, is on this dude ranch trying to kind of figure out his midlife crisis. And so the old cowboy named Curly, played by Jack Palance, says the secret to life is this. And he just holds up his index finger. And of course, uh, Mitch says, the secret to life, it's your finger. (laughs) And um, Curly says, no, it's one thing. And you have to figure out what your one thing is. And that turns out to be great advice um, when it comes to time management and productivity. And it, <laughs> this one thing concept goes way back. It's you know not just from this Billy Crystal movie. Um, the old uh, um, Roman slave turned philosopher Publius Cyrus said, to do two things at once is to do neither. And there's another great saying, it's a Russian proverb, if you chase two rabbits, you will catch neither one. And of course, the old saying, famous saying from Buddha that says, put down your freaking smartphone and concentrate. (laughs) Maybe that wasn't Buddha, but um, all of this advice, uh, I boil down into what I call the MIT principle. MIT, it's not the, uh, the Ivy League University. MIT stands for the most important task, knowing your MIT. Now, there's a great researcher named Therese McCann. Uh, she's a professor at the University of Missouri-St. Louis, and she does all this research into time management, productivity, and stress. And no one's ever heard of her, but she's like the Einstein of time management research. And all of her, all of her studies sort of comes down to this. She just has a simple two-variable model. She says the most important keys when it comes to time management are priorities and what she calls mechanics. Now, mechanics is just implementing all of the techniques and hacks and behaviors that will make you effective. But the first one is priority. You know, it comes down to knowing 
what should you be focusing on and how can you work in the most effective way on that thing? So this is just knowing your MIT, knowing your most important task. Now, I did research with the Cruise Group in early uh, 2015, the, over 4,000 working professionals. And I looked at, you know, did survey research and said, okay, um, you know, who is, who, who's already using the MIT principle? Who every day uh, uh, acknowledges and identifies what's their most important task and then attacks it, you know, gets work done on it? And who doesn't? And then we looked at all kinds of metrics around stress and productivity and happiness. And there was a direct correlation, not just to productivity, which is what you'd expect, of course, but people who have an MIT every day report higher levels of happiness and energy. Brianna Scurry, she won two gold medals as the starting goalkeeper for the United States women's soccer team, Olympic soccer team in 96 and 2004. She told me that her secret, she said, about six months before an Olympics, I would relate all the decisions I made to the ultimate vision of winning gold. The simple question I would ask several times a day was, will this activity help me perform better and therefore help us win gold? She knew what her big goal was and she was looking at her time and is this task going to get me closer to that one goal? Randy Gage, he is the author of nine books, including the New York Times bestseller, Risky is the New Safe. Great motivational keynote speaker, sales uh, professional, sales marketing expert. He told me um, this. He says, I always start with the most important thing on my priority list. If you didn't spend your week working on the most important thing, it was a week wasted. And I would even break that down to, uh, to a day. If you did not spend some time today working on your most important thing, then it is a day wasted. And Chris Brogan, best-selling author, uh, social media expert, one of the biggest social media experts on the planet, CEO of Owner Media Group, said, I work on time alignment. Is this thing part of my mission? So again, looking at the task at hand, and is that going to advance him towards his ultimate mission? Now, let's dive in a little bit about your MIT, because some people struggle with, um, you know, they, they come up with, is this an MIT? Is this a good MIT? Is it always the same MIT day after day? And um, no, you know, your MIT will be different than, than mine, and our MITs can change month to month, week to week, or even day to day. Uh, to use examples from my own life, you know, let's, let me look back to uh, a time last year and you know, I've got a, an ultimate goal at hand where uh, in, a, in a given year, I want to make a million dollars of revenue and impact 100,000 people. I want to make a positive impact on 100,000 people's lives. And so to make that goal happen, there's all kinds of things that will enable that goal, basically projects. So, you know, I write articles as a way to impact people and also for content marketing, you know, so to, to get people, you know, into my, into my tribe. I write books, which impacts people and brings in revenue. I do keynote speeches, which hopefully impacts people and certainly brings in revenue. Uh, I launch online courses, you know, same double whammy, impact and revenue. So there's all these things that have to happen in the year in order to achieve my goal. And the biggest thing, this was for last year, was actually getting uh, uh, getting my book done, the one that this podcast series is based on, 15 Secrets Successful People Know About Time Management. 
So while I was writing the book, I mean, I knew that that the book was like the single biggest domino to achieving my annual goal. So I would then say, okay, you know, for today, what is the thing that I can do that would most quickly advance the completion of that book? And for a lot of the year, it was put my butt in the chair at my desk and write, you know, thousands of words. And so for a long time, my daily MIT, you know, I would look at my calendar in the morning, like, all right, how am I going to win the day? I know that that project is the book. The most important task is sit down for, you know, as long as I can in the morning, uninterrupted and put words on the page. Now, once the book was done, you know, the MIT changed. I mean, what's the next step to getting that book done? I mean, part of it was the production, you know, okay, finding cover designers and working with editors. Um, Once the book was packaged, my MIT became, I need to form a launch team so that I can get 100 book reviews within days of it being launched. And so every day, the first thing I would work on as my MIT was recruiting people into that street team. Once the book was launched, it became spreading the word through other people's channels. So my MIT was doing uh, guest posts and interviews for other people's podcasts. So the MIT changed over time. There were many months where the daily M- my daily MIT was right, you know, put my butt, butt in the chair and write. Then it was some production stuff. Then it was some marketing stuff. Um, more recently, uh, now this year, my MIT, you know, the, the podcast is new. And that was a new project uh, to help me accomplish my goals. And so the MIT was research how the heck you put together a podcast. And then once I did that, you know, assemble the team that would put together the artwork and know how to handle the digital files and do the uploading and all those things. Then my MIT on the podcast was to write the scripts, you know, for the for the show. Then it was to record them. Soon it will be to promote them. So Basically, you need to think about, you know, what are your annual goals? What are the projects that are going to get you there? And then what specific task today is most important for making that uh, happen? Now, here's some specific questions. So let's first say, you know, let's say you're an executive, um, you know, you're a high performer working in a corporate job. You know, the kinds of questions you want to ask are going to be more like, what does your boss care about the most? You know, there's a hundred things you need to, to do in any given week, but what what's your boss's short list? Like, what's she really trying to achieve this year? Because if you can help her to achieve that, you know, that's going to put you in a, a good light. Think about, you know, how is your bonus determined? You know, you've got your, your annual review at the, the end of the year. Uh, you've got your normal stuff. They're going to give you up four stars or five stars or whatever the rating is. And, you know, how is your bonus determined? Is it based on a quality score? Is it based on uh, sales growth? Is it based on uh, uh, call center time? I don't know what it is, but you really need to think about what's the driver to maximize your bonus. That is going to give you a clue as to what you should be focusing your MIT time on. Um, and and the, probably the most powerful question, you know, the busy work you do, I mean, you got to do that so they don't fire you. Your MIT is the thing that if you can accomplish it is going to get you promoted. You know, what is the awesome achievement that's going to get you noticed in a great way? That's going to make uh, you leapfrog, you know, competitors on that next job opening. MIT is the thing that's going to help you to get promoted. 
Now, if you're an entrepreneur, uh, hopefully you took some insights from my own example. I mean, it comes down to knowing, you know, what's your big goal or your big, hairy, audacious goal, the BHAG, as Jim Collins likes to call it. What, how do you line up the dominoes in your year to accomplish the goal? What are all the things that have to happen? And, and again, it can change. I mean, when I had my uh, fast-growing consulting companies, you know, they were fast-growing, but they were small. So I could remember I was always doubling revenue every year, and uh, that was the goal, and I usually exceeded it. Um, there was a time where I only had one sales rep and myself, and to double uh, sales for the following year, I knew that the the biggest thing that I needed to accomplish was hiring two sales reps and have them ready to go on January 1st. And so for the end of the year, my MIT was all about, you know, uh, sourcing and interviewing, recruiting, and finally hiring, onboarding, and training two new sales reps. I had to do a bunch of other stuff as the owner of the business, but I had to get these reps in place. Um, when my sales uh, team was in place, you know, I needed to focus on making sure they had lots of things to sell people. So it was making sure my development team hit their product deadlines and their new release deadlines. Um, uh, there was another point where the company was much larger. I was a part of a partnership at uh, a company called Conexa. We were running out of money. We had big plans and no money, and we needed to raise $35 million quickly. And so our MIT was all about talking to venture capitalists and investment bankers and lining up a source of cash. Yeah, we needed to, you know, mind the shop also, but if we weren't focused on finding venture capital, I mean, we would have gone out of business uh, at that point. And, you know, sometimes your MIT is a crisis. Um, I'm reading uh, the book on Elon Musk, a great read, and it was fascinating with Tesla, the car company Tesla. Uh, while it was under development and there was a lot of hype, they took all kinds of pre-orders from you know, wealthy people that wrote a check for 20 grand down on a car that was going to cost 100 grand. Well, when the car was finally released and put into production, to their surprise, not very many of those people on the pre-order list actually then ordered the car. And there were some small initial problems, but we're getting bad press about windshield wipers and visors and things like that. And all of a sudden, there was this sense in the waiting list, like they were going to wait longer. Like, well, why don't I wait until they solve those problems? Or why don't I wait at least a year to make sure this company's still in business? And this caused a huge cash crisis for Elon Musk and Tesla to the point where he had a handshake deal with Google. Google, Google was going to buy the car company. And then the same week they were going to close on that deal, Elon Musk went and he pulled all of the executives uh, from Tesla, even if they were working in manufacturing, uh, quality control, whatever it was, he said, we are all salespeople this week. We're going to divvy up all these names on the waiting list. We're going to email them. We're going to call them. We are going to do whatever it takes to put their mind at ease and to close these sales. And all of a sudden, all of the people on the wait list rushed in and bought the cars and Tesla ended up surprising everyone, surprising Wall Street with a massive uh, one quarter spike in sales and profit. Tesla paid off their government loan. Their stock price soared and Elon didn't have to sell the company to Google and all of a sudden was flush with cash that they put back into the company. But for that week, everyone thought they knew what their MIT was for their little you know, swim lane. CEO founder Elon Musk comes in and says, no, 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 all of our MIT for all day, all week is going to be 
call the wait list and close these deals. Everybody's a salesperson this week. So what is the thing that's going to save your company, double the revenue of your company, quadruple your profits? I mean, what is the BHAG, your big, hairy, audacious goal for the year? And how can you spend time on it? And really, this is really simple. I mean, so how do you apply this? You know, it's exactly as I've walked you through. Determine what is your MIT? What's going to get you promoted in a corporate job? What's going to double your results as an entrepreneur? And then schedule at least an hour a day on it. I like to try to schedule uh, two hours. It's not always possible. At least an hour of the day. Schedule this time as early in the day as possible. Put your one hour MIT, time block it on your calendar. You want it in the morning because that's when your brain is freshest. You're the most strategic. You're making the best decisions. You're the most creative. You're the most productive. And it, it's less likely there's going to be fires and emails and junk happen. that's going to you know interrupt your day. Um, and protect that time. If you have an admin, say, hey, listen, help me, even though I'm going to be in my office alone, don't let people come tap on my door asking me if I got a minute. Don't uh, let me schedule other appointments or phone calls in that time. And, you know, put your phone on silent mode, shut off Facebook, shut down email, work in a concentrated effort for at least an hour on your MIT every single day. And you'll be amazed at what that does for your career or your business. I literally look at my calendar every morning or usually the night the night before and I look at my day and I say, okay, how am I gonna win the day? That's just a phrase that works for me. How am I gonna win the day? What do I need to accomplish by 10 o'clock in the morning so that no matter what else happens, I will have won the day. That's how I get at my MIT. All right, so if you want even more help figuring out your MIT, I've got a tool for you. If you want to instantly download your most important task worksheet, this one-page PDF, and it comes in a, a little booklet of other cool, uh, cool tools for productivity, just grab your smartphone, text the word ACHIEVE to 44222, or of course, you can always just uh, open a browser and visit extreme-productivity.com, extreme little dash sign, productivity. Now, in the next episode, I am going to have a mind-blowing truth bomb. I know that uh, I hype this stuff a lot, but it's because I believe in it. I mean, I've had many people tell me that this next thing, it's challenging, it's triggering, but it has changed their life. And we're going to be talking about why self-made millionaires don't use to-do lists. You heard it here first everybody's been taught for 120 years now to use a to-do list. I'm going to tell you hundreds of self-made millionaires, billionaires, highly successful entrepreneurs aren't using to-do lists. Instead, what they use, well, I have to listen to the next episode, won't you, to find out. <laughs> so until next week, I'm Kevin Cruz. Remember, master your minutes to master your life. Hey, if you like this podcast, you're going to love the LeadX Academy at leadx.org. If you didn't know, LeadX is actually my company, and we have dozens of video-based courses that are designed to help you to achieve your full potential. And I personally teach you courses via video like 
how to cure procrastination, how to stop time thieves, how to cut your email inbox traffic in half, how to get to inbox zero with the 4D habit, how to minimize your meeting time, and how to maximize your focus and energy and so much more. And every month we're adding new courses, new webinars, and new resources. You could check it all out, no cost. There's a free trial at leadx.org. Until next week, remember, we all have the same 1,440 minutes a day. Master your minutes to master your life.